What's happening, everyone? I'm Greg Swatek, and this is the Final Score Podcast. It's officially March, and the madness has begun. Hood College is going dancing in the Division Three men's basketball tournament. And on this week's episode, we'll talk to identical twins Mason and Evan Wang, two of the best players to ever play at Hood. We'll talk to Evan and Mason about achieving a lifelong dream of playing in the big dance. Uh, we'll ask them why Hood has been able to find its stride here at the right time of year. And we'll also chat with them about their careers at Hood and what life is like for them as identical twins. How are they different, if at all? So we look forward in just a couple of minutes to talking to Evan and Mason Wang. No John Cannon this week. The high school basketball playoffs are evolving pretty rapidly. And the material we talk about with John would probably be out of date by the time you hear it. So we'll take a big picture look with John next week at the basketball playoffs involving Frederick County teams. And we'll also wrap up the state wrestling championships, which are this weekend in Upper Marlboro at the Showplace Arena. So we'll do that next week. But when we come back, we'll be joined by Evan and Mason Wang of the NCAA Tournament Bound Hood Men's College Basketball Team. Stay with us, everyone. This is the Final Score Podcast. Last Sunday, outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Hood College men's basketball team rallied for a 74-71 victory at Eastern University in the Middle Atlantic Conference Commonwealth Championship game. The win sent Hood to the NCAA Division III tournament for the first time since 2007. There are 32 teams that make the big dance in Division III. And on Friday afternoon, the Blazers will take on Oswego State in the first round at Swarthmore College, again, not far from Philadelphia. The players that have led Hood all season and over the course of their careers are identical twins Mason and Evan Wang. Mason is the school's all-time leading scorer. Evan, not far behind on most of the all-time lists. And I am very pleased to welcome onto the program this week, Mason and Evan Wang. Guys, how are you? Thanks so much for doing this. Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. So tell me, what were the winning moments like on, on, on Sunday? I'm, I'm sure you guys have been dreaming about doing this sort of thing for most of your lives. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, it was a, it was a dog fight on Sunday and um, uh, our guys just uh, stuck together and uh, fought hard and we came out on top and it, it was an awesome feeling. How about yeah, you? I mean, go ahead. Go ahead, Evan. Yeah, it was, you know, it was everything we've been talking about. You know, we've gotten close a couple times um, in our previous years, but to finally do it um, as seniors, um, it's just the way we wanted to go out on top. How are you guys able to turn the tide on Eastern? I mean, they had beaten you twice during the regular season. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just um, stuck to the game plan as best as possible. I mean, we've, we've said it all year. Like, it's hard, um, you know, to beat a team three times in a row. So, I mean, um, we just, you know, stuck to the game plan and played um, hard. And we knew it was for all the marbles. And, um, you know, coming out on top felt great. So, just, just for the listeners at home, because they can't see you guys speak, we'll, we'll, we'll follow this format throughout. We'll have Evan, or we'll, excuse me, we'll have Mason answer the question first like he's been doing, and then, then we'll go to Evan. We'll, we'll stick to that pattern, uh, yeah. just, just to make sure everyone is clear on, on, on who's speaking. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. um, and, and Mason, what was it like climbing the ladder and cutting down those nets? I mean, that, that's, that's a moment that every basketball player dreams about. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, at Eastern, we, they actually said we couldn't cut their nets down. So, oh, no kidding. Um, yeah, no, it was it was 
it was pretty weird, but um, we uh, invited all the family and all our friends to, uh, when we got back to Hood, um, we cut down our nets. So kind of like had that same feeling. And it was, um, it was awesome for, uh, you know, especially our family was there um, to cut down those nets. So it was a good time. We had students there too. So it was kind of the same feeling, just not right after the game. So it was awesome. Were you guys upset, Evan, that they wouldn't let you cut down the nets? I mean, I mean, you guys would have let them cut down your nets, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, traditionally, you know, right after the game, you know, you kind of, you kind of celebrate and you cut down the net um, wherever you play, whether that's home or away. So it was a little bit weird that we weren't able to. Um, they, I guess, they said that they didn't have a ladder or something. Seems um, like a convenient. So. Ex- I'm sure they have a ladder. I mean, what if they have to fix a basket? <laughs> they they don't have like ten foot giants walking around the campus there. So come yeah. on, you you have a ladder somewhere in some storage closet right. somewhere. They're, they're, that's a bunch of that's a bunch of BS. So <laughs> I, I do it at Hood. So I mean, it's it's whatever. Did you guys have to improvise that? I mean, did I, did you know you weren't going to be able to cut down the nets, or or did, did you have to come up with a backup plan right away, or did everyone know that hey, if we win, the nets aren't coming down? No, no, that was like in the heat of the moments. I think uh, one of our guys or coaches, I don't know who it was, asked someone about cutting down the nets, and then I guess it was a no. So uh, we kind of just made the quick plan to do it in our gym when we got back home um, after the bus ride home. Okay, so everyone was coming back to school anyway, but I guess some people that wanted to see it that maybe weren't going to get a chance to, to come back to Hood, they either had to make a special trip or, or they missed out. So that that was sort of a bummer, I guess. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what college basketball is all about, like winning championships and cutting down nets, and yeah. I know. It was confusing, but oh well. Yeah. All right, you guys are have won five in a row now. You're, you're, you're playing your best basketball at, at the right time of year. How have you been able to do that, Mason? Um, you know, just uh, executing the game plan. Um, coaches always, every game, um, have a detailed, um, in-depth uh, game plan, and um, We've been sticking it to it well, trying to execute the best as possible, playing hard, um, and just um, having confidence in everyone that plays in our bench and just the coaches and um, just putting everything together. Evan, why are you guys peaking at the right time? Yeah, I mean, we're just we're staying aggressive, um, both offensively and defensively. We're stressing, um, you know, coming out and running our, running our sets, um, attacking, uh, shooting open shots and then on the defensive end, you know, being aggressive, um, finishing the play on the defensive end with a box out. So been playing good, all of us. Yeah, I mean, you guys get a lot of credit uh, for the success of the team, and rightfully so, but but some of your teammates maybe don't get their just due. I mean, there's Christopher Smalls and Bryce Butler and uh, Tremaine Strickland, uh, who's a local player uh, here from Tuscarora. Uh, Ryan Hallwaldell and Soren Almquist have been huge for you guys at, at various moments of the season, especially uh, in, in the playoffs here. I mean, the, a lot of your teammates have made some really valuable contributions too. Just, just talk about them and just how they've made the team go as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, me and Evan can't do it alone, obviously. So um, having these guys um, fight with us uh, every game, I mean, they've been great. Um, like you said, Soren, Trumaine, Bryce, Chris, all the guys, I mean, everyone has been been producing um when we need it so it's uh it's awesome and i think that's one of the main reasons why we won the mac championship you know because it's not just the two of us it's everyone um it's everyone playing well everyone's playing with confidence and you know that's ultimately um a winning uh culture so yeah i mean evan how has this team meshed and really come together over the course of the season 
Yeah, I mean, our, our chemistry is our chemistry is really good. Um, from the beginning of the year, it's, it's just been growing and it's helped us exponentially um, as a team, as a whole. You know, those guys, those guys are vital to our program um, from everyone um, on the bench, our coaching staff, everyone's um, a big contributor to the success of this year. I mean, having watched you guys play a couple of times, it almost seems like you don't have to look when you're making a pass. Not not just to each other, but to anyone. Like, you know where everyone is on the floor. Like, to develop that sort of chemistry, I mean, how long does that take? Yeah, I mean, for this group, it, it didn't take long at all. I mean, we like you said, we meshed, we meshed pretty well this year, and we did it um, kind of quick. Um, so it's it's great. I mean, like like Evan said before, like executing our offense. I mean, we know where guys are going to be. We know um, the right play to make. So um, it's just awesome that, um, you know, all those other guys have been so great for us. And, um, you know, that's a big re- – like I said, they're a huge reason why um, we've won the MAC championship this year. Did, did it click right away, uh, Evan, with all you guys? I mean, was the chemistry instant, or did, it, did you have to work at it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, well, we obviously had to work on it a little bit. We had uh, – we had a really good off season from, you know, the, the time we stepped on campus in late August until the actual start of the season um, on October 15th. So we had a really good off season. And then we only really got, I think, a week, a week and a half, two weeks before we played our first game. Um, so those those months were vital to us um, coming together and then um, stepping out on the floor every uh, Wednesday and Saturday night was was a big contributor to how we've meshed and we've just been getting better and better each game. I mean, everyone's been going through it guys these last two years with the pandemic, you guys didn't even have a season like uh, uh, a a year ago, just because of uh, COVID and stuff. Just how difficult was it losing that season? And just how much sweeter does that make this big moment that you guys have now achieved given that it hasn't been a smooth ride over your four years? Yeah. I mean, like you said, COVID was tough um, on everyone. You know, Hood pulled out of um, all competition. So, yeah, our season got wiped away from us, which was one of the main reasons why we, um, you know, took a, took a semester off um, for us to be able to come back and um, finish out our undergraduate degree. But like you said, it was tough, but um, like uh, it made it all more special um, just because of all the ups and downs um throughout these last two years it just made everything worth it and it it's a great feeling evan what have the last four years been like for you yeah i mean during you know all of covid we were uh we were back home um that last year when our season got canceled and we were just you know we were still working out every day but it was you know it was outside um at the park because obviously things were closed and then um things started opening up slowly so we were able to get indoors before we came back for this year, but we, you know, we, we've been working so hard um, over this whole crazy pandemic and um, just to come together and do it even in some adversity this year with uh, most of the guys getting COVID and missing a few games this year. Um, it was just, it's special. Did you guys get it or did you, did you have to shake off the bug? Yeah, I, uh, I actually got it. Mason, Mason has yet to get it. I, um, I missed one game due to it, but that's about it. Um, and right. then some other, some other guys actually got it a little bit later than I did, um, and they actually missed like two to some guys three games, I believe. So, Mason, given how close you are with your brother and stuff, I mean, how have you been able to stave off COVID so far? 
Hey, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, um, my prediction is maybe like I've had it like, you know, a year ago or something and then just um, never tested positive for it. But who knows? I have no idea. It was wild. I, I when uh, Evan tested positive, I could have sworn I was going to um, test positive, too, which would have been a bummer uh, missing a game. But I don't know. Somehow I just tested negative. So did it hit you hard, Evan, or did you have mild symptoms? No, I, I, I had mild symptoms, nothing, nothing too crazy, but, you know, I was forced to uh, quarantine for 10 days and then our school policy had a uh, seven day return to play protocol. So that was like over two weeks of where I couldn't, you know, be out on the floor with the guys. So um, that was a, that was a tough um, time, but, you know, I stayed true to the process. And um, once I got back out there, everything was just fine. All right, so tell me how often people mix you guys up. Um, I mean, it, it's pretty often, but you, you have that select group that, you know, like our team, um, close friends, family that, you know, obviously have been around us for a long time that don't get us mixed up at all. But you, you always have people that do. It's it's a given. It, it happens all the time, Evan? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially when, you know, you, you first meet us or you're not very, um, or you're not around us a lot. People always get confused. Have you guys ever been tempted to pose, given how similar you are, as each other? Mason, have you ever been Evan? And Evan, have you ever been Mason? No, nah, that, that never happened. We, we, we've been always talking about it, like, when we were younger, like, in elementary school or, like, even middle school, but just switching on days. But, no, nah, we, we've never done that. So, so Evan, if you if you if you're late for a meeting or you have a test to take, you never you never call Mason in as a pinch hitter or anything like that. No, that that's never happened. It would be a good idea though if it if it came down to it. Do you guys think you could get away with that, Evan? Could you pull off uh, Mason and Mason? Could you pull off Evan? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it 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 just depends. It's like if it's a professor that doesn't really know us um too too well then maybe but some of our professors know us really well and say that they can see uh you know distinct differences so we would have to be careful in those classes yeah and what in what ways are you different i mean you're identical twins born one minute apart i mean uh, you, you you play basketball similarly you look similar uh, you have similar interests and hobbies you you do the same things what separates you guys um, well, one thing, Evan's hair is shorter. Mine's always I, long. I, I, I did notice that. Is, is that, is that, a con, is that a conscious decision or is that just the way it goes? Yeah, no, I, I always, I've always liked it a little longer. So when we get haircuts, I go like a blade, like higher, he, he goes shorter. So that's been, that's been pretty consistent for the last, I don't even know how many years, a, a long time. And then I think we told you before he's Evan's a little more neater than me. Yeah. You, have, you, you have a messier, <laughs> you have a messier room, Mason. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. He he's 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 very organized, and I'm I'm organized when I have to be. But you know, sometimes it will just slip away. This this is Evan's room that you're in right now because it looks pretty pretty clean. I I don't see stuff screwing it screwing about and stuff, right? Right now. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, gotcha. And and your grades are similar. I mean, you have similar interests. So so really, do you guys ever get on each other's nerves, or are you ever like get away from me or or, or leave me alone? No, not really. And like, nah, not really. I wouldn't no, say. Uh, no, I, I can't. I mean, we're always just. I mean, when we're not hanging around each other, I mean, we're obviously not like annoyed at each other. We'll, we'll we'll obviously be like different places or doing something different sometimes. But 
um, no, we're never really annoyed with each other. When, when you guys have a disagreement, is it does it get pretty intense between you? I mean, you guys are both competitive guys. Or are you able to shake things off pretty easily? Yeah, I mean, we shake things off pretty easily. It, it was worse, I think, when we were younger, you know, younger kids. But now it's just like, whatever, we don't really we don't really have too many disagreements. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about your background growing up. You grew up in Williamsburg, Virginia. Did you guys go to Bush Gardens and stuff all the time? Or, um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was probably probably close by or, or right down the street or something. So, yep. Um, but but tell me how you, how you started playing sports, how you started playing basketball, Mason. Yeah, so um, we we've always been active. We've always been into sports. I think our first sport we've ever played was soccer, and then our first serious sport that we played year round was baseball. We dropped soccer, so we were just playing baseball. We used to skateboard as kids. We were really big into skateboarding. So it was like skateboarding and baseball for the longest time. And then, honestly, basketball was the last organized sport we kind of picked up. This was around, I think we were like 9 or 10 years old. So um, I guess kind of later than some kids, you know. Um, and then we got to middle school, and we were playing baseball and basketball at the same time for our, uh, for our middle school. And then when we got to high school, we dropped baseball and just focus on basketball. So as a freshman in high school to now, it's solely just been uh, basketball. Well, why'd you guys drop the other sports, Evan? Uh, well, we were, we were really enjoying basketball come eighth grade. We knew we were, we were, we were getting pretty good and um, we enjoyed playing it more. It was more up-tempo, more, more of our speed. Um, and then we were excelling pretty fast as well. So we were like, Hey, let's, let's drop baseball. Let's focus on basketball. Um, because we were, we were going into high school and we wanted to take it pretty seriously. So, but how many people have told you, you guys don't have a future in basketball. You're, you're, you're under, you're under six feet. I mean, uh, you're, 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 you're small. Just how, how many people have told you this is not your sport? Um, I mean, we, we've heard it. We hear it all the time, like, especially back then in middle, uh, you know, middle school and high school, and we were, we were very undersized, but um, we, we just always, you know, just continued to grind. Um, after uh, high school, like when we were like freshmen, um, when we were freshmen at Hood, we, we started getting into the weight room and really enjoyed, um, you know, lifting and being in the gym. That's something we always love to do. And that has helped tremendously. So um, yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not the tallest people, but um, we've always been pretty fast. We've always been pretty quick. And then throughout these four years at Hood, I mean, we got way stronger than we did when we um, were freshmen, which has helped a ton. So, um, yeah, we, we heard it in high school, but, you know, we just put our head down and just grinded. So, yeah. Do, do the doubters, Evan, do they fuel you or do you just dismiss them as these people don't know what they're talking about? Yeah, I mean, we. I mean, that, that's what drives us is just proving people wrong. You know, somebody saying we can't do this, we can't do that. And then we go out and just do what we do and show them, you know, just show them with our actions and our play. So, um, you know, it's hard. We've never, we've never passed the eye test. Um, but you know, once, once we step in between the lines, it's, it's a different story. So. What was the recruitment process like? I mean, you guys were really good high school basketball players in Williamsburg. Just how heavily were you recruited? Well, we weren't even really that heavily recruited. We, um, I think we started getting looks from, you know, division three, division two schools, I think like after our junior year. Um, and then our senior year really picked up, you know, we went all the way to the state championship game. And then um, we had, we had some D three 
um, schools at that point after our senior year um, reaching out. A lot of the ODAC schools in Virginia that are closer than here, but um, we uh, Hood was always Hood has always been there recruiting us. I mean, they've they were the most present throughout our senior year in high school, and um, you know, it just it was one of the best decisions we've made. You know, um, coming to Hood, so. And, and, and Evan, in uh, previous conversations we've had, you said that you and Mason were a package deal being recruited. You wanted to go to college together. Were you worried that might deter some schools? Maybe maybe they would want one of you and, and, and not the other. Yeah, it, it, it actually did. There was there was uh, a couple uh, a couple schools that uh, said, hey, like we're to round out our uh, recruiting class. You know, we only need one more one more player. And so there was a couple schools we walked out of our. Uh, our um our meeting knowing that hey that's that's not going to be the school for us so that's that was that was a deal breaker for you not not being able to play together yeah yeah well we we made it known that we wanted to play together um schools still brought us in you know um we toured campuses we played we played in open gyms with some schools um but at the end of the day if if a school didn't want both of us then we weren't going to go there okay and and what mason separated hood from the rest of the pack why why did you choose uh, coming to Frederick here well I mean at the at the time like our senior year of um, high school and after like after that um after our season ended and everything I mean just the coaching staff there coach Cook um shout out to coach Cook uh coach Westerland coach E all them um you know we they I think the main reason was like on our visits you know them coming to Virginia to some games I mean they've they've had the most confidence in us and they expressed that to us and it was just very um it just felt like the right move um and then on our and then on our visit our actual visit to hood and then when we co- we talked to coach dickman uh, again just having the utmost confidence in us and speaking that to us really just resonated and i mean I, we just automatically after our visit we were just like man this this is probably the place for us so i think just the the coaching staff really um talking about, you know, the confidence they have in us. And um, obviously wanting both of us was a plus too. So it was awesome. What Was it a huge gap, Evan, between Hood and the rest of the schools you had to choose from or what, or did you have to make some tough choices? Um, at the end of the day, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a super tough decision. We, you know, we, we were breaking it down and like, like Mason was saying, you know, Hood had a lot of confidence um, in us and they they expressed that you know hey we we could be valued here and um you know they they it seemed like they really wanted us and like he said it was it felt like the right fit so um everything fell into place I mean Mason aside from the COVID year that you lost could your career at Hood have gone much better than you could have imagined it going I mean I don't think so I mean coming in I mean for anything me and Evan have high hopes and you know are are confident people and want want to be the best um but like I said like I don't think um I don't think it could have been any better I mean just I know like God has a plan and um we just walked it and it was it's like I said before it could honestly be the best decision we've ever made just seeing how all these four years played out and just the success we've had the coaches the people we've met our teammates we've met down the four years it's just been an amazing journey and um we're just really thankful what what does it mean to you Mason to be the all-time leading scorer I mean when you look at all the players that have come through hood to see your name at the top of that list what does that mean yeah, I mean it, it's it's special. Um, like I said, just um, seeing the hard work pay off. It's a, it's a really great feeling. Um, 
And yeah, there's, like you said, there's been a lot of great players come through this program and being on the top, it's just, it's a, it's a nice feeling. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, we just worked so hard. Couldn't have done it without Evan. I mean, we, all our workouts have been together. So, you know, it's just a good feeling. It's special for sure. Uh, Evan could have got, it could have gone any better for you. No, I mean, we say it all the time. I mean, this, this couldn't have been played out any better. Just, um, you know, we've, we've, we've been battling, we've been fighting adversity, you know, the conference is tough. So we've been, we've been playing in a really tough conference for four years. Um, and then like he was saying, like all of our hard work is, you know, finally being paid off with, you know, our individual accolades. And then again, like our team, our team success this year with, you know, a conference championship. And again, we couldn't have done this without um, our teammates, our family, our coaches and all of them. So we're really, we're, we're really thankful. And, and I mean, you guys are brothers and when you're as close as you are, sometimes pettiness and jealousy and stuff can get in the way, but it's, it's not the case with you guys at all. I mean, you guys are genuinely happy for each other's success and you, and you want the other person like Evan, I don't shred, I, I don't detect the shred of jealousy that Mason has more points than you or anything like that. I mean, you guys are generally happy for each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. There's, there's no jealousy at all. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy for him. He, he you know, he actually just got the player of the year in the conference um, this morning. So um, ah, that was, I did, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. He actually, he actually got player of the year. And then I was, I got granted first team all conference this year. Um, and so he probably should have gotten player of the year um, his junior year. Um, and so, you know, we've been talking about it all, all um, the time of COVID. And when we were back home, we we're like, Hey, we're going back. We're going to make a statement. We're going to, we're going to make history and that's all been playing out now. So it's, it's been great. Yeah. I mean, you guys seem to have the big picture in mind because when you get brothers, competitive brothers like yourselves, the, often a lot of the little stuff gets in the way, but you guys are remarkable in the sense that you don't let the little stuff get, get in the way. It's all about the big picture. So, right. Um, tell us about uh, Oswego and, and, and what type of team they are, the team you're going to play in the first round. Yeah, um, we we watched film the other day um, on them for the first time. We're gonna we're gonna obviously do more today and tomorrow, but uh, we we know they're a good team. I think they've only lost like two games, so I mean, obviously that says something. But um, uh, we're just gonna have to play hard and um, play our game, and you know, just buy into the game plan that the coaches draw up um, on Friday, and just you know go from there well it, it seems like their profile is very similar to yours i mean similar record uh they've they've also won five in a row like you guys have they, they play up in new york do they play a totally different style from you guys or how, how would you describe the way they play um like i said we've only watched them one time we know they're big and they crash um you know the boards very hard so us being undersized you know one of the main keys that um we're gonna have to um you know, I guess key in on our, um, you know, box outs and rebounding the ball. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they, they're a good team and we know that and we just have to play our game. Are, are they bigger than most of the teams you've played so far, Evan? Um, yeah, I believe so. They're like from top to bottom, their roster, um, they've, they've got some big guys, but coach was saying, um, a lot of the, a lot of the biggest, a lot of the biggest guys on the team don't play as much. He said, um, you know, their, their starting five is anywhere from, um, six, one to six, five or six, six, he said that play normally. And on the roster, there's some guys that are like six, seven, six, eight, 
but he said that don't, they don't play that much. So we'll see. How, how do you guys approach guarding bigger players? Um. Well, like like you probably know, we play a zone. So um, if if they if people have a good post player, um, you know, we we try to um have our back guys, especially our middleman, um, in the zone, uh you know, do the work early and try to, you know, force um, whoever that big player is off the block as much as possible. You know, we try to be physical if teams are bigger than us, um, which we have to do. And then we have to key in on boxing out and finishing the play and getting the rebound. So we've been we've been better with that during, you know, this stretch of wins. So um, especially from the uh, beginning of the season, we've got way better at rebounding and actually hitting people and boxing out. So we're just going to have to um, really zone in on that aspect of the game on Friday against them. For, for those that want to watch, I mean, what, what type of game should we expect to, to see on Friday? Hopefully a, a fast pace up and down game. Um, uh, hopefully uh, we come out on top. Um, I think uh, we definitely can if we, uh, you know, execute the game plan that coach draws up. And, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, you got you guys like to run, obviously, Evan. But are they an up tempo team as well, or do they play more of a half court game? Yeah, no, they're they're pretty up tempo. Coach was saying they uh they really they really push the ball in transition. So another key to the game is going to be transition defense, getting back and clogging the lane, um, so we can take away that. And then, like he said, playing just playing our game, getting up and down, um, and we should we'll be able to give them some problems um on Friday. So. We're looking forward to it. Does the up-tempo opponent, does that, do you guys like that? Does that help you, or, or would you prefer to see more of a half-court team? Um, traditionally, I think in our zone, we, we like seeing, I guess, slower-paced teams just because, you know, we're in a zone and, um, you know, we can, you know, pack it in and play our game against slow teams. But, I mean, personally, like, fast-paced games are always fun. So um, we'll see we'll see how it goes. But like, like Evan said, we'll – We'll probably be up and down a lot, shooting a lot of threes, so it's going to be a good one. Yeah, you guys shoot a crazy number of threes. I think you had 42 against Albright in the, uh, in the, uh, I guess it was the quarterfinals, uh, and you just love shooting the threes. Is that just modern basketball, or is that just what suits you guys best, Evan? Yeah, um, I mean, it's a mix of both. It is modern basketball today, and it, and it's, it, it suits our team well as well. Um, you know, we got our starting five can all shoot the three. Um, and then again, those who come off the bench are also um, able to shoot the three pretty much at all times. We have five guys that can shoot uh, the three ball in our offense. So when we're able to space teams out um, and then get some switches or, you know, two guys go with me or Mason or anyone that comes off the screen, we'll be able to kick it back for a guy spotting up on the three. So you guys shoot it so well from the line and from the field. Does it drive you nuts when you miss a shot? Uh, yeah, especially like open shots. I mean, you, I mean, you always want to see every shot go in, but obviously that's not realistic, but yeah, I mean, if we get good looks and, and, and well, personally for me, like, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be, you know, like I got to hit that, you know, like just in my head, but, um, the coaches and all my teammates instill confidence in me. And that's why, you know, you see me and Evan just, if we're, we miss a couple, we shoot a couple more, you know, you never stop shooting. So. Does it drive you nuts, Evan? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, whenever you miss a shot, it's it's a bummer. But you know, like he was saying, you just you just got to keep shooting, getting that rhythm, getting that zone, and um, you know, shots will start falling. 
what's it been like on campus uh since sunday when when you guys uh came back i mean what sort of reaction has been generated on campus so far oh it's been awesome our um our fans our student section just everybody at hood um there's so much support i mean we had we had a crazy amount of people um at eastern before we even got there the whole the whole um bleachers were packed with just um hood students we had like two um um student buses that um you know, carried like 90 or like 100 students for the game. Um, so it was crazy to see that. It was awesome. And then, like you said, when we got back, just everyone congratulating us. Um, yeah, it's just been awesome, the support we've we've gotten. What, what, what type of environment do you expect on Friday? Are you guys going to have another big contingent of people coming, Evan? Um. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. The, uh, you know, Swarthmore is only, I believe two hours away. So I think it's a little bit closer than actually Eastern was. So, um, I'm not sure if they're going to be, um, any more fan buses, but, um, we'll probably find that out in the next couple of days. And, but you know, if we do get, if we do get a large number of students and fans again, that's, that's awesome. We always love that. Yeah. I mean, you want the, you want, you want the awesome atmosphere and you guys, I thought had that uh, at BB and T arena for, for, for the Mac tournament games. I, I, I thought each of the games was, was, it was a great college basketball <laughs> in, environment. Just what do you think the emotions will be like taking the court? I mean, this is your March madness. This is D three March madness. And you guys have been dreaming about it for, forever. Mason, what do you think it'll be like taking the court on Friday? Yeah, I mean, I, I know I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be ready to play. Um, like you said, it's it's everything we've ever wanted, you know, winning the conference and then, you know, that automatic ticket to the big dance. So it's going to be fun. I'm glad it's at Swarthmore, you know, two hours away only. Um, I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be pumped. I'm going to be ready to play. It's going to be awesome. Evan? Yeah, I mean, um, all, all of the guys are ready to go. Um you know, I think I think there's a lot of people sleeping on us as a program coming into the tournament. So we're hoping to, uh, you know, we're hoping to shock a couple people um, and get get a win on Friday, get another win on Saturday, and move on to the Sweet 16. When will you go? The game's at three o'clock on Friday for uh, for, for those interested in uh, checking it out. When will you guys leave for Swarthmore? We're leaving um, Thursday evening okay so, um, so you'll be you'll be up there for a day and you'll get to practice and shoot around and correct. stuff okay yep okay yep. Uh, do you do you like that three o'clock game time evan or would you prefer a night game or something earlier in the day or is there's three o'clock as sort of a sweet spot for you guys yeah yeah i'd say it's it's right around the sweet spot anything earlier i don't really like um eastern was two o'clock right like the that. championship game was two o'clock. It was. It felt a little early, but yeah, um, Eastern just wasn't accommodating you guys at all on Sunday. No, yeah, no, no, no net cutting down. No, the the, the game right. time was weird. They just weren't helping you out at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like three, and I like um, seven or eight, like we do on um, weekdays as well. So it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, the three o'clock. I guess you get to have a bit of a rest of your day after after you wind down and and, and the game is over. So yep. Um, uh, on the personal front, do you guys ever see yourselves doing something apart? Uh, will you, will you, I mean, college has allowed you guys to stay together. Do you, do you see your lives ever really diverging at all? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't really predict the future, but you know, anything could happen. We know that. I mean, we know that, you know, this is our last year of school, which has kept us together for so long, but, um, you know, I, I really don't know what the future holds. So, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, I guess go ahead. Evan. Yeah, yeah, no, I guess we'll just have to see. I mean, there's you know big decisions um, in our future with um, accepting jobs or whatever whatever we may do. So um, we'll we'll find out. We'll see. I guess. I mean, you guys will always have a connection and be and be together in some way, shape, or form. But can you really imagine day to day life without without being being apart, essentially? Yeah, it'll be it'll be an adjustment for sure. Yeah, Evan, Evan, have you pictured that or allowed yourself to think about that? Just not having Mason by your side every day. Um, I mean, yeah, I've you know I've been I've I've thought about it before, um, and obviously it, it it'll probably happen you know in the future. But like like you said, we'll always have we'll always have a connection in some way, shape or form. Um, but we'll, we'll just have to see, you know, we've been, we've been pretty much side by side for 23 years now. Um, and then, you know, graduating school and finishing up our last year playing basketball is going to bring some changes. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for doing this. And if, if you happen to win a D3 national title, they'll, they'll probably let you cut down the nets uh, on site. You probably won't have to drive back the ho- all the way back the hood uh, to, to get to do it uh, this time. Yeah, so, sure. <laughs> But best of luck, guys. We, we look forward to watching you play. Uh, again, thanks so much for coming on. That is, Appreciate uh, it. Thanks for having us. Thanks yeah, for having us, man. That is Mason and Evan Wang of the Hood College men's basketball team. 3 o'clock Friday against Oswego State uh, in the first round of the NCAA Division Three tournament. Our thanks to Graham Cullen for producing, to all of you for checking out the podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode of The Final Score, maybe talking about some more Hood College basketball wins in the tournament. Uh, we hope so. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll talk to you then.